youtube.com slash mayhew mayhem. That's youtube.com slash m-a-y-h-e-w-m-a-y-h-e-m. Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. Hey everyone, it's Raven, and with us is a guy who likes to take his dog and some peanut butter into a room and lock the door. What's up everybody, I'm Dale, and also joining us is a man who would kill his own family over the last Mountain Dew Baja Blast. What's up everybody, it's me, Greg. Remember, 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. And make sure you rate us five stars. Also, you can help us afford to continue doing the show by donating to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal. Just use the email address in the description, 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. This episode is Raven's last episode as a full-time co-host. Yes. (laughs) All I did was state the facts. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't that hard. I went into my announcer voice and stated the facts. I don't have an announcer voice. Your mom's got an announcer voice. Come on with the with the with the with the pathetic jokes for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, those I are could do pretty much what I want. It's desperate. It's 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 not it's, desperation. It's like I do it all the time at work. We all do it all at work, so I just carry yeah, it over. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's funny. I don't. We all know it's not funny. I just do it anyways. I think you guys should fist fight or fuck. <laughs> Why or... not both? <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> You're gonna fucking take it. Bam. Bam. Take it, bitch. Bam. Bam. I like it. <laughs> you know what you two need to do? You two need to quit leading each other on and fuck. So speaking of leading on, what do you guys think about getting led on or leading someone on? I try not to lead people on. I don't think I've ever led anyone on, but I, I typically get... I got led on once for seven fucking years by the same person. Now, what does that say about not only them, but you? Oh, I'm trust me, I'm, pretty, I'm plenty mad at myself about the whole situation. But part of the problem was the, sta- the things that he would say that weren't even true. Like, the whole time he was fucking other people behind my back, but trying to tell me that he was trying to build a family with me and show me how how he cared about me and all this other shit. Was but his, it turned out... Was his name Tiger Woods? No, but he was just like him, only not rich. <laughs> so he's black? No. Basically it, for seven years. And then and it's that's not seven years straight. Like, it was off and on many times because I was always the one to end it. Like, listen, I know you're not invested in this fully, so I'm out. But then... Four or five months, it was always four or five months later, he'd come back, talk, you know, texting me or trying to talk to me and saying, you know, I know I fucked up and I'm so sorry and I want you back in my life. And he would say things that you would typically say to someone that you want in your life for real. But then it was always three or four or five months later, he would start to get distant and I would know that he's fucking around with someone else again. So I'd be out again. It was just ridiculous. For seven years, this went on. And like by the end of it, I was just like, I'm mad at myself more than I'm mad at him because I let it go on that long. Like seven years, that's ridiculous because I should have known after the first two times that right, this you should, shit happened. 
You should have learned your lesson. That he was never going to be for fucking real. But to be honest with you, he is the one and only person that I've ever been in love with in my whole life. I was seriously in love with him. Even when he fucked up, I I forgave him every time. Love fucking kills. There was just something about him. Oh, I know. I know. I know about that. I know all about that. And every time he would come back, he would be so sincere and... Well, not about apologetic. all that. <laughs> not yeah. about all that part, but I yeah. know. Not until the very last time we spoke did he even admit that he was always fucking other bitches behind my back. Give and that was that was finally when he finally admitted it. That's when I finally cut the cord and was like, you know what? I get it now. I was meant to learn something from this, and I have. I got let on for a little bit, not for damn near seven years. <laughs> I'm pathetic. I know. It happens. Mine, like I was. In the friend zone, and I knew it too, but the sad part is, is, I still continued to try. And even though people told me not to, because like, oh, you're so friend zone, whatever. She's like screwing all these dudes behind, behind your back. And of course, I confront her, and she deny it. So I was like, ha, see, see, she's not taking <laughs> until, multiple dicks. And it was funny because like, yeah, I mean like, <laughs> she eventually like admitted, not really like screwing around with a bunch of dudes but uh she you know like finally was just like you know i guess had enough of me like continuing <laughs> to try even though like i was like friend zone like giving her rides because she didn't have a car or go somewhere whatever go to the oh, mall God. i didn't buy her really anything i just like you know gave her rides and whatnot this isn't, car. Taxi. This isn't the... i was a chauffeur until she uh until she banged some dude got pregnant and then they put her out in some other command and now she's like in virginia somewhere i don't know she lingered a little bit of hope in front of you yeah. so that you would continue to be her taxi and just enough hope to keep you around. Eventually, nice things too when all the other dudes are like demoralizing her, but yet she still hung around them. Of course, go figure. Yeah, she pretty much dangled that little bit of hope right from my face, and hopefully I take it. And of course I took it. Oh, and then it was funny because like China? after she admitted all this stuff, she was like, <laughs> It was like she was like like actually more like wanting to hang out with me and like talk to me and like and when I would explain to her what like all these guys were doing she you know she texts back like of course after the damage done she's like oh you're right this guy's a douchebag I'm like haha in your face bitch that kind of stuff and she's like well let's go hang out have dinner blah 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 we never did anything but uh Jesus Christ Dale I dude I friend zone <laughs> uh come on now <laughs> I just don't do anything if you're in the friend zone after we like started like actually like talking and whatnot. Next thing you know, she gets pregnant <laughs> by one of the dudes that she called the douchebag and that she would never talk to again or see again or anything like that. So so the thing about the friend zone for, for females, because guys also friend zone girls, but females, if you're in the friend zone, one thing about the friend zone, at any point in time, you could be called up the bat. Is Indeed. That... I was never. Yeah. You were never called up the bat. You know, you I were... was never a designated hitter. I was only a water boy. You were right bench, left out. <laughs> Right bench left out pretty much. Never got even called up to bed. Never was on deck. Yeah, and that's the thing about the about the friend zone with, with bitches is because every guy that's in her phone is a potential fuck. It's that simple. I'm gonna sound like an ass here, and I'm gonna piss people off. I pissed a feminist off already. I don't care. I'm gonna sound like an ass here, and that's exactly how it's gonna be. Girls don't have guy friends that are hardcore that they're hardcore close to. Unless they're trying to keep them around in case they need them. Money, rides. Whatever whatever it is. It, it, because the guy 
is stupid enough to feel like he has the, the potential to get action or get a relationship or whatever, and he gets played the entire time because females have the fucking power. It's it's that simple. As men were were trained by women our entire lives. That's how it works. You're you first you're trained by your mother, then you're trained by your girlfriends, and eventually if you get married you're trained you're trained by your wife, and then if you have a daughter you're trained by her. Your entire life you're nothing but getting trained trained by women until you get the the wife, or even when you get a wife, it's all uh, like when you're trying to get to that point and you're in the friend zone like you were. You know she was that's that's what bitches do. Had she got out of a shitty relationship and, and been feel, like feeling really, really bad, you could have possibly been called up the hit. One of, the, one of them dinners could have, could have resulted, depending on how she felt. Like, if she's like, you know what, fuck that douchebag or whatever, uh, I want to get some dick from a real man. And then, you know, she ends up with some black dude because you're not a real man, too. Right. If she wants to, like, get back at that guy and you're the one, the only one she can get a hold of, let's say, or you're the first one that answers, or you, she knows for sure that you will pick her up, that you will pay for that dinner, you know, she might get that dick. Actually, I think I did You could have been that dinner. baby daddy, Dale. Yeah, you dodged a fucking bullet. Right. But, uh, we've, I mean, you know what, even, even Greg has been led on, and I feel like Greg has even led bitches on. I, I feel like every, everyone by this point ha, has done it. I know that I have led females on, un, unintentionally. I can think of one that I didn't, I didn't purposely do it. It wasn't that I was like, I felt like I was making it pretty clear that there was no hope for her. Yeah, but some people don't pick up on that sort of nuance. Exactly. Or, you know, some people just, or they just ignore it because they don't want it to be true. The, 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 it could some people be, are that pathetic. It could be that, too. I I basically did everything except for just straight up say, like, they're, um, sorry, like, we could be friends forever, but there's, like, anything beyond that, there's no chance. Um, it's always best to just do that anyway. Yeah, but, you know, like, who wants to have that conversation? <laughs> Nobody wants to, but sometimes you have to. Especially if you got like some crazy bitch on your hook and and she ain't getting the hint, you know. So I uh, felt like I had made it perfectly clear. I felt like we had an understanding, and I ended up dating someone that happened to be her friend, and we oh. did we didn't have an understanding. <laughs> but but I thought we did have an understanding. She quit talking to me and her friend for almost a year, and I was like, wow. Um. Okay. Ruined their relationship still to this day. I have a relationship with the, fir- the first girl, but no longer with the second girl. And the two girls no longer have a relationship. And no, because of me. <laughs> oh, Way to go, Mike. Yeah, I fuck up. <laughs> should. I am not that bad of a person. I mean, I'm a pretty shitty person. But I think we all are. And honestly, especially those in this podcast. Yeah. But we all have tremendously good qualities about ourselves. Or well, I can, I feel like all, all of us here do. Because if you didn't have a tremendously good quality about yourself, I wouldn't even talk to you. Because it's just how I am. And I know that I care more about others than I do myself. And that's like a pretty decent fault of mine. I've always been like that. Although others will argue that I don't give a fuck about anyone but myself. Which makes... No sense to me. Because I put up with so much shit from people that I shouldn't put up with. But anyways, back to the love thing. Well, it's all relative, I guess. After getting fucked over, like, so hardcore, I told myself, there's no more second chances. It's just one and done. If they fuck up, you're done. Walk away. I told myself this over and over and over. And then I made the mistake of giving a second chance after I told myself I wasn't going to do that anymore. And I got hurt way harder this when I gave this second chance than what I did the first time around. 
like just my life was falling apart at the point in time when all the all the shit went down and then it happened and i was like well there's fucking topping uh cherry on the fucking top of the cake fucking shit whatever whatever however that saying goes mm. there's the cherry on the top right there right in the middle of all this fucking yes, yeah, icing on the cake there you go and right in the middle of all this chaos, there's the fucking icing on the cake. There we go. Yeah, there we go. All right. Awesome. Icing in the cherry, damn. Yeah. And uh, oh, that's the whole fucking cake. Oh yeah. And so I was just like, you know, fuck all this. And uh, I've been in the process since then of uh, rebuilding everything. And I personally feel like I am right now in the process of becoming the best person that I've ever been in uh, version, I guess, of myself. Um, that I've ever been my entire life. I feel like I'm in that process right now. And I couldn't be to where I am in this process without uh, without going through the uh, the shit that I've been through, especially when everything uh, fell apart last year for me and just everything went into the shit or the lowest point I've ever been in my entire life. And now I'm like a phoenix rising from the ashes, man. It feels great, not going to lie, but uh, that has nothing to do with being led on. I feel like uh, I've been been led on because they got what they wanted, and I felt like I was in the process of getting what I wanted. Like I wasn't like friend zone like Dale to where there was nothing at all taking place. I was just getting straight used, but I was getting used. But I was getting stuff in return. I felt like we were working towards uh, a mutual goal. That it turns out that uh, we weren't. <laughs> but the, the I last... want to fuck you in the mouth. <laughs> the uh... <laughs> you sure got a pretty mouth. I want to fuck you in it. Speaking of putting dicks in mouths. <laughs> let's talk a little bit more about dicks. Because we all love them on this podcast. Greg, I feel like you could really hone it in and really get in the conversation at this point because you've been so absent so far. Is it a matter of motion of the ocean? Does size really matter? Is it about length? Is it about girth? Is it about oh. hood? Is it about no hood? Does it matter? Tiny dicks, big dicks, somebody other than me say the word dicks. Dicks. Now let's talk about... Dicks. Dicks are great. They're all right. I wish I had one. No, you don't. No, you yeah, don't. I do. Seriously, since I was a little girl, I always wondered where mine went. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, where'd it go? What? Yeah, Is that I really something said... you should be sharing with us, Raven? Well, I'm not ashamed. Well, Dicks listen. are great. No, I'm and just I don't saying discriminate. we could... Oh. We're, uh, I'm just we're, saying... Uh... We're her psychiatrist that she doesn't have to pay, okay? Uh... I remember when I first started getting <laughs> hair, like between my legs. I'd tuck it in between my legs. Didn't I was a girl. See, Dale, you got my penis. See, the the thing you is, you were born with my penis. That's not fair. Well, the penis was technically once a vagina, and it fall it falls out. So yours just never fell out. So yours is probably still inside you. <laughs> <laughs> that always fucks me up that. when I read about that. Greg's like, I know what I'm fapping to tonight. So Dale, he said, when his uh, pubic hair started coming in, he would tuck his dick between his legs and uh, pretend he was a girl. I, because uh, mine's so, my dick's so small. Um, sometimes I just like put my finger on the the tip of the head where the where the opening is, and I just push it back up inside of me. And just pretend I'm a girl. That hurt. Just hearing you say that hurt. Y'all are fucking weird. I'm out of here. I appreciate having that cock, because some of us don't have one. I like I like having a, have a woman telling me that I should feel empowered because I have a penis. I'm like, that's right. That's right. You recognize who's the superior <laughs> sex. Nah, that's not really why. I just wish I had it there to play with all the time. <laughs> don't you think that's... You're that's, just like locked in a room like, what are you that's, doing? That's how you know. That's how we feel about uh, tits and vaginas. 
I wouldn't leave the house. Titties for like are two- pretty great. I wish I had my titties and a penis. I would be the happiest he she ever. A she male. She male. For I could titty fuck myself. Be awesome. Uh, I mean, you can go get an operation for that. Yeah, but it won't be the same. Dale bust out uh, the what? credit card. Dale <laughs> bust out the credit card. This is going to be this is going to be Raven's party. That's going to be the <laughs> gonna greatest like transaction history ever. <laughs> Dale paid You're for like, my you penis. just spent four grand on what? <laughs> You're like uh, about that. It wasn't for me. <laughs> You're like I already have a penis. I died. You know, I didn't pay to have one attached. I mean, if you're just handing out penises, can uh, you uh, bust out that credit card and uh, get mine enlarged for me? She's like, I don't even want to take the hormones or anything. I just want the the, the dong. Uh, keep everything else the same. Have you actually seen those uh, the little the tubes that they actually stick like in your penis? And it's like basically a pump. There's a little pump that they put inside your scrotum. And all you do is like you push, you basically use your fingers, and you you know you're pumping it up. And next thing you know, you see your penis enlarge. And then you like there's like a little one-way valve in there, but if you like hold the pump down, I think it releases all the air, so your penis goes back down. True story. See the video. He's like Anna jerked off to it. So Dale, what do you what do you think? Motion of the ocean, size doesn't matter. What what do you it's think? It's all about the females, man, or dudes, whatever they prefer. It's all about the females, man. Really, it really is. Like, it's all about what women like. Some women are like, as long as he knows how to rock it in the sack, I'm good. You know, size doesn't matter. Then there's some women's like, no, man, this dude's got to be like 12 inches long and like three inches wide. So, you know, it's all like it depends on them. To me personally, I think it's just how, I don't know, how well you handle it. Well, like what I'm saying is I have a small dick. We all know that. Right. But if you just rock it in the sack and you got that motion of the ocean down, maybe hopefully you find that girl that it just digs at, you know? Right. So I've, like, never had a female say, you know what, uh, you're not doing it for me. But uh, none of them stick around, so... Um, they just don't tell you. <laughs> that's my <laughs> thought. That's my thoughts, exactly. My thought is that they're they're just like... I don't want to have the most awkward conversation of my life and be like, yeah, you know what, Mike, uh, you do. You you got a small penis. You have no idea what you're doing in bed. And uh, I just can't. I just can't. You might just want to kill yourself. If I can't just. I, I can't just. Would lay. you want a woman to say that to you? Um, I mean, that's no, how she really felt. Would you want her to say that? Be I, honest, or would you rather be lied to? I'd be like, you're a whore. <laughs> you know, that's that's why I can't do it for you, because you know you're you're. I would I would come back with something way way more hardcore. I'd be like, you know what, your pussy's so fucking beat, I can't even feel it when I when I'm trying to fuck you. So I'm not surprised that I can't do it for you because you're probably taking more than one dick at the same time. You want me to like pull my penis out? Put it back in my pants, and then you want me to take my fist and fuck you with it? Fist fuck you? Because I don't even know if that'll do it. You want me to get both of them up in there? You want me to put a foot in there? Because that's how beat your I shit is. Mad. I've only had one guy that was uh, smaller than average, and I just put it in the butt. That's how you fix that situation. Well, this, mo- most chicks are so fucking stupid that they won't do that. Just put it in the butt. Some, you know, some females just won't do it. I mean, it's, ri- it's ridiculous. Like it, they you- don't realize that it doesn't hurt. They just assume that it hurts, and they don't even try. It's a, it's a mind of a matter. All you gotta do is breathe, and once you get going, you're fine. Better than fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, it is what it is. But uh, you know, it's a it's a mind of a matter situation, and all females just uh, immediately assume that uh, it's bad because they hear that it's bad, and they just they, they don't even try it out for themselves. And then if they do, they just overreact, and you're like, God damn it! All you gotta do is breathe. 
I'm not gonna just ram jam the motherfucker up in here. I'll I'll go easy. You'll be able to handle yourself. In my case, the very first time that I tried it was with someone who was too large. So mm. I almost got turned off of it altogether. Mm. But then I had a boyfriend after that that uh, was just really badly wanted to do that, and I was like, no, I did it before, and it was awful and terrible. And he talked me into it, and then I was like, hey, this really ain't so bad. So I mean, I guess it's up to the girl, but. It does not suck. That's my thing. I got a small dick. There's no way in hell I can be hurting you. I was actually going to say that I actually remember reading somewhere that this um, group of scientists had a survey asking various women the age-old question, girth or length. The vast majority of them said girth because um, the vagina is only like Three inches. deep, I guess. Yeah. So if it's too long, not only will it not stimulate it enough, it also might hurt. Like there's a dude who has like the longest dick in the world. It's 14 inches long at full length. And he says that when he has a heart on, it basically gives him intense headaches because all the blood begins pumping down there. And he oh, says God. the worst part is, is that he said basically the only way I'd ever be able to have sex is if I like uh, did anal. And uh, he said that he's actually been trying to um, actually been trying to get like a penis reduction surgery done on him. So <laughs> that way uh, I'll take some of what he has lopped off. <laughs> but yeah, can so, have some I mean, of it too. Yeah. yeah, and the age-old question of girth versus length, uh, women have actually said it's uh, girth. Speaking of uh, getting dick, I feel like it's easier for women to get laid than men. I think it's easier for women to get laid because, of course, any dude is going to jump all over that when a woman finally opens it up. Because dudes are like, I mean, like, because guys are always like trying and trying and trying, and for the most part, they're gonna get shut down until they finally find that one chick that was just like, should be like, yeah, let's do it. And he's like, all right. Yeah. yeah, my theory on it is, even a guy that has zero standards will still get rejected more often than he will not. Switch the roles, and you say a female with no standards, every time she wants dick, guaranteed she could get it. Pretty much. But a guy with no standards can still strike out. A female with no standards or low standards will not strike out. Guaranteed. Unless she goes to a gay club. If she's going to a gay club looking for men, that's the only way she's going to strike out. Mm. Although there are some straight dudes that go to gay clubs. I've been to a gay club before. They're extremely fucking funny. You go to, we've had this conversation a couple times on the podcast before. But Raven, you were saying about uh, easier for women to get laid? I think it's true in most cases, but not all cases. I think it's especially true in like the bar scene. Because most men, when they drink, their standards significantly get lowered. <laughs> so they'll, they will, like, hop on anything that offers. And with that, like, women women hold the power when it comes to sex because she can say yes or no. The guy's always going to be like, yeah, let's do this. Most not, of the time. I was going to say, not always. Most of the time, the guy's going to be like... 95% of the time. If he went to the bar specifically looking for some tail, then oh, yeah, he's going to be like, anything, bring it on, you know? Almost, yeah, I mean, if that was if that's his intent, then yeah. But you know, if, he, if he's going in the bar because he, you know, he hates his fucking life and he wants to have a couple of drinks, yeah. I mean, you know, he's some, not really looking for Dale. Some nasty bitch walks up to him and is trying to buy him drinks, and he's like, "All right, you can buy me drinks, I guess, but I'm not fucking you, you ugly bitch." You know, that could happen. But if a guy goes to the bar specifically and he's like, "You know what?" I'm going to get some action, and then he's striking out, striking out, striking out, and all of a sudden, some random bitch walks up and she's like, "Yeah, listen." Okay, I'm going to cut to the chase. And and then he'll be like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. 
But, I mean, yes, it's true that it's easier for women to get laid over men. But at the same time, women do strike out, too. Oh, no, I could uh, probably imagine. Uh, I've actually seen women strike out, but the only reason why it was actually in Jacksonville, these couple of guys that I work with, we were all out, and uh, it was like the last night we were there, so everybody went out, and they brought two fat chicks back. I'm talking about huge. I'm talking about bigger than ones I would have been. And they were just ugly, but they they brought it back as a joke. But they were drunk as shit. They had like no intention on doing it because they even like said something. They were just like, "Yo, we're just gonna bring these back just to, just to make fun of them, pretty much." And like the whole command was there that that were on that w- that was in Jacksonville, just to see what happened. So of course everybody was thinking they were hitting it, but they weren't. And uh, they even said it. They're like. Like the girls are like, you brought us back here just to kind of make fun of us, didn't you? And they're like, they like both look at each other like, yeah. That's fucked up. So you just proved my point there too, because yeah. this 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 topic they should say thinking, it's easier like, for hot women to get laid over men, but us yeah, fat ugly it. chicks, we strike out just as much. We have just as hard a time finding love, finding some someone to you know help us out in the nether regions. I guarantee. You, say that the, po- uh, the 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 members that are currently the podcast went out with the intentions. I guarantee Dale would be the first one off the list, and then it would be down to the the three the three of us being Greg, Raven, and myself. And I feel like it would come down to Greg and I, and I feel like Greg would be off that list before me. Now, why do I say that? Because I wouldn't try to pick up chicks at a bar. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> Neither would I. <laughs> Hey, listen, Greg. You don't know what you're going to get. You know, life's a box of chocolates, you know. So, there you go. You take anything you get at this point. Well, yeah, but there's life's a box of chocolates, and there's life's a box of chocolates that could give you chlamydia. (laughs) (laughs) Life's a box of chocolates. Forrest Gump most likely has AIDS because Jenny does. So, but no, in in all seriousness, I can't just do the whole one-night stand thing. Uh, in my mind, I can't, I can't, just, I can't do it, because it has to matter to me. Because mm-hmm. uh, every time you lay with another person, uh, you give part of yourself away. You can never get that piece back. Yep. No matter what. I've been there. You can never get that piece back. And I have already had just a few, been three, but the pieces that they've taken, well, two out of the three have taken were such big pieces that I care not to go through that again. That's a whole different thing entirely. Who I give those pieces to have to matter to me, I guess at least at the point in time, because just simply willy-nilly giving a piece away, it makes you empty. Once these porn stars, for instance, have been run through so many times, they're not happy. They fucking hate themselves in the end. Most of them drug addicts and stuff like that. You know the same the same thing. It's not just women, and it same thing happens to guys. You know, you give a piece of yourself away every time you sleep with with a person. So to me, it has to, it has to matter. Like, uh, the three that I my the three that I have now to me mean nothing to me. But at the point in time, uh, two out of the three did. The one in the middle is the mistake. So I couldn't just go out with the intentions of, of getting laid. I couldn't do it. What's neat about you is that uh, it only took you three tries to realize that I had to realize all that through trial and error. The fact that uh, every every person you're with, you give a little piece away to. It took me two tries. Two tries? Well, it took me a few more. <laughs> and what's funny is, like, I'm bi, so if I go to a bar, I'm, I, I could hit on men and women. 
and I still go home alone. <laughs> it's, it's really not that easy for me. Maybe most people, but not me. You have to strike out either way. But what about when you can seal the deal and you just neglect to do so? Say, for instance, you're going out with three other friends of yours, right? On the way to the bar, you and another friend decide that you're going to be each other's wingman or wing women or whatever. And because your friend is on crutches, you decide that you're going to say that he was injured in Afghanistan or she was injured in Afghanistan, saving your life. And then she ends up getting played by a guy at the bar that goes home with some chick that thinks she's black but she's really white so he fuck uh, he fucks a ghetto chick a real gross white ghetto chick you meanwhile are with that dude's friend like the entire night when you go and look for that guy because you can't find him and then you have the opportunity at the end of it all when it's all resolved you have the opportunity to, to get that d and yet for some reason you don't seal the deal why i completely ignored you on that last story by the way all right, I want to thank you, Raven, for the amount of time that you put in. That does it for another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts. Raven. Dale. And Greg. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and rate us five stars. Leave a comment, too. That'd be sweet. Donate to the show via PayPal so we can afford to continue to do this. We're losing a member, so the money... It's so tight right now, and I'm paying all of it, so I don't know who I'm trying to kid with this. So help me not have to dish out all this money. That's it for this episode. I hope you have enjoyed it. Raven, I hope you have enjoyed your time. Absolutely. It's like, and I'll be back. It's like prison. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a repeat offender. I'm sure you'll be back. Uh. <laughs> all right. Later, fellas. <laughs>